New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. What is going on, friends? It is good to be back with you. I get to do two days in a row. I'm always excited to be a part of this podcast. And for those who I do not know, my name is Nick, and I'm one of the pastors here at New Vision. And I have enjoyed so much this journey we have been on through the reading of Exodus as we look at kind of what God said to the Israelites and kind of see the ramifications for us here in 20. 20. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read in Exodus chapter 31. I'm going to finish up this chapter with verses 12, and I'm going to go through verse number 18. I'm going to read it in its entirety, and then I'm going to come back and make a few comments that I think um, really for me that stood out that uh, are going to impact me in the way that I live today. And hopefully as we talk together, that you will hear word from the Lord that will change the way in which you walk and that it will be a better manner in which to navigate. I'm reading out of the CSB version, my Tony Evans study Bible. It's by far my favorite Bible I've ever owned. Tony Evans gives some great insight and he's probably um, my biggest bibl- my biggest pastor hero, I guess you could say, um, today. And so I'm going to read it from you. Let's begin in verse number 12 says this, the Lord said to Moses, tell the Israelites, you must observe my Sabbaths, for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations so that you will know that I am the Lord who consecrates you. Observe the Sabbath, for it is holy to you. Whoever profanes it must be put to death. If anyone does work on it, the person must be cut off from his people. Work may be done for six days, but on the seventh day, there must be a Sabbath a Sabbath of complete rest, holy to the Lord. Anyone who does work on the Sabbath day must be put to death. The Israelites must observe the Sabbath, celebrating it throughout their generations as a permanent covenant. It is a sign forever between me and the Israelites. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, but on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. When he finished speaking with Moses on Mount Sinai, he gave him the two tablets of the testimony, stone tablets inscribed by the finger of God. And so Moses is continuing this conversation with God on Mount Sinai. And God is reminding him of the importance of Sabbath and why the Sabbath is important. So verse number 12 says this, The Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites you must observe my Sabbath, for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations that you will know that I am the Lord who consecrates you. What God is saying is I want people to see that I am a God who provides. So for six days, they are yours. Steward them the best way that you know how. But on the seventh day, I'm inviting you to rest with me. Rest in the fact that I'm a God who can provide. Rest in the fact that I'm able to meet you where you are. And rest in the fact that I am good. So it's another opportunity to trust him. Because God ultimately wants us to trust him. He wants us to With the posture of our lives to say, God, we recognize that your hands are more capable than my hands, and so I will trust you. And we have a really good father that goes, hey, I'm going to make it a rule for you to rest and to trust me. 
I'm going to make it a rule for you to know that I'm the God who provides. And it's not in your own strength and your own gifts and talents that you get to provide. But I am the one who ultimately provides for you. What an invitation. Verse 14. Observe the Sabbath, for it is holy to you. Whoever profanes it must be put to death. If anyone does work, if anyone does work on it, that person must be cut off from his people. Let's pause right here. What God is saying is if you continue to work on the Sabbath, your soul is not going to find rest and you will be cut off because you'll be worn out and weary. And I also love that it says that we must set it aside because it is holy to you. As we talked about before, holy means set apart. So God is saying, I want you to set apart intentionally a day to rest in me to walk with me, to be with me, and to rest from all the work of your hands and your feet, and to be fixed again on me, to be reminded of the fact that I am your king and that I, and I do work and that you can rest in me. Verse number 15, work may be done for six days, but on the seventh day, there must be a Sabbath of complete rest, holy to the Lord. Anyone who does work on the Sabbath day must be put to death. Wow, that's pretty strong. And here, here's the thing, like that might sound really strong to us, but basically God is saying, you are going to die anyways if your soul gets weary. You're gonna, your life is going to deteriorate before your eyes if you don't choose to rest with me. If you want your life, it's kind of that Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. God is inviting us to lay down our struggles, to lay down the work, to come and to be with him and to rest in him. Because if we don't do that, it will wear us out. We were not made to carry it all alone. And God is reminding us that, hey, walk with me, talk with me, go slowly with me, and I will lead you to life to the full. Verse 16. The Israelites must observe the Sabbath, celebrating it throughout their generations as a permanent covenant. We have to remember. Having a Sabbath helps us remember that we are in the midst of God doing a work. Remembering the Sabbath helps us to remember well what God is up to and what God has done. Let us not fail to remember. It is a sign forever between me and the Israelites, for in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, but on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. What I love about God is he's not a God that just says, go and do that. He's a God that says, hey, go and do likewise, meaning let me show you what to do and I invite you to do it. He rested on the seventh day, not because God was tired or weary, but because he wanted to give us an example of what it means to rest in the completed work that he has done. What is standing in the way of you accepting the invitation to rest? Is it you go, hey, I have so much going on, there's no way I can rest. Or, hey, I, I have to keep providing. Maybe today, to, maybe in a small way today, you begin to make plans to rest with the king. And maybe right now it's not a full day. Maybe it's half a day. Maybe it's setting aside two hours just to be with the king and be reminded that he knows what he's doing. And this chapter closes out with just a reminder as Moses is about to walk down the mountain and find his people in a hot mess. It says this, when he finished speaking with Moses on Mount Sinai, he gave him the two tablets of the testimony, stone tablets inscribed by the finger of God. God wanted us to remember well all that he said because we are prone to forget. Don't forget to remember that your king is on his throne and that he has done it and that we can rest in him, and he is trustworthy. I pray today that you find yourself in a better posture to trust, 
a better posture to walk in that trust and the better posture really to live freely and lightly because you recognize who's got it. Do not ever forget that you have a God who goes before you. You have a God who's in your midst and you have a God who has your back. May you walk all the better today because you have remembered well who your king is, what your king has done, and that he has invited you to walk in the cool of the day with him and to rest. I love you guys as well, but more importantly, the king does. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow and um, be blessed. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's word.